Rosalind Connor is the president of Bethel Bible Village and joins us here this Monday morning. How are you? I'm well. Good morning, Jason it's and Tommy. Thank so you for having me. Good to see you. Thank you for being our first guest Woo-hoo! in our new facility. I feel so honored. Yes. I really do. This we, is great. You yeah. are it. Yeah. So and Jason, she was like a ninja. I mean, she scaled the side of the building. I did. I had she to. She tried to come through windows. Wow. I mean, she Very was amazing. Impressive. And she broke on in. It was not easy to get in here, but I made it. Well, we're glad (laughs) that you are here. And uh, we're excited about the work that Bethel Bible Village does in our community. Take just a moment and kind of share with our listeners the heart of the mission Mm -hmm. of Bethel. Well, uh, at Bethel Bible Village, we are in our 65th year. So we were founded in 1954 by Brother Floyd Hip, who is a prison evangelist. And one of the men he was ministering to asked Brother Hip to go and check on his his six boys Mm. because he had not had word of where his boys were this was in 1954 Mm. so brother hip found the six boys living out in the woods um, out of boxes they were cold and hungry and dirty and he took them in Uh, a judge a circuit court judge committed them to his care which things were obviously a little different in 1954 wow Um, but with the help of other business leaders here in chattanooga he established bethel bible school on signal mountain Mm -hmm. so for 65 years we've been caring for children who are displaced whose families can't care for them uh, for whatever reason some type of crisis typically Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you find children in crisis and yes. their worlds are turned upside down. And so they come to Bethel for some stability, they do. some comfort and some love. And, mm-hmm. and you all just wrap your arms around them and give security and as much peace as possible in the midst of that, that crisis situation. We do. And while we no longer limit the children we serve to those whose parents are incarcerated, we still do have children occasionally whose parents are in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, these children, whatever the crisis is they're, they're experiencing, often are acting out. They have emotional mm-hmm. issues. Maybe they've been neglected, abandoned, abused. Um, we're seeing an increase in um, of parent uh, lack of care due to the opioid crisis that is huge Um, and that is leading to relative care and grandfamilies so that's kind of a a new term that's been coined it's not an old concept but yesterday was grandparents day it was yeah Mm. we had the chance to for our boys to celebrate with their grandparents and it's a special day for as grandparents have played such an important role in the family makeup Mm. and and i have wonderful memories of my grandparents and i'm wanting my boys to have the same with theirs but you're seeing kind of a new trend and a new kind of a role in, in grand families. Tell us what that looks like in the Tennessee Valley. Well, currently in the state of Tennessee, there are 62,000 children living with relative caregivers. Mm. Most mm. often those are grandparents. And really, if, if it's a good situation when the grandparents have been involved in the children's lives and they can provide that continuity and stability in the child's life, but on the flip side of that, the grandparents have often been the the fun people in a child's fa- in a child's family, uh-huh. and so now when the child is coming into their home, the grandparent needs has to shift into parent mode again and provide structure and discipline. And yes, you have to go to school, and yes, you have to do your homework. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a challenge for them very mm-hmm. often. You um, know, when you think about that 
switching that role, that's also a loss. It's a gain it's in a some lo- ways yes. that you're, mm-hmm. you're parenting your grandchildren and we praise God for those grandparents mm-hmm. who can do that. But it's a loss of that grandparent role as well. So that's difficult to balance. It can be. And again, um, if these children are coming out of a severe crisis, they may be acting out and mm-hmm. that adds to the, the disciplinary yeah. role that the grandparents must, must fill. Mm. So this is an important part. What is Bethel doing? How how is Bethel embracing this and, and supporting the work of grand families? We have uh, three different ways that we can support the grand families. We have um, residential care where children can come and live in our one of our cottages for typically a year to 18 months, depending on the extent of the, the program. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a fully accredited school on campus for grades 6 through 12. So one of my big ahas coming in as the new president and looking at all these programs is there's a common thread through all of the programs, and that is truancy. Um, yeah. when, and I often say when the family is in crisis and distracted, the children figure out very quickly what they don't have to do, and one of those things is go to school. Mm. So we can take them into the school, work with them. to They very often come in two grade levels behind. That's very common. Yeah. We can work with them to get them caught up. And even get ahead and then graduate because it is so important for these children to graduate from high school, as I, I know you, you all know. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, we can provide respite care. So if a, if a child is living with their grandparents, say the grandparent needs to have surgery or you know, needs to be out of commission for a period of time, we can provide a short-term solution for that. Um, and then we have family counseling. We can do, uh, we have a family retreat weekend where, and I call it our preemptive strike program, where the family can come in prior to placing a child with us and get some intense coaching over the course of the weekend on yes. how to communicate better, how to create that structure and discipline that that child needs yes. in order to thrive. Mm. We've been talking with Rosalind Connor. She is the new president of Bethel Bible Village. And uh, just on the, I don't know, this is not the eve of Grandparents Day. It's the post day from Grandparents right. Day, which was, was <laughs> which was yesterday. But we're talking about uh, those families that are headed by grandparents and those families that are in crisis and how Bethel comes alongside to really be the the arms and the feet of Jesus for them. That's right, Tommy. And as we were saying before, we are seeing a a big increase in grand families and relative caregiving because of various reasons. A huge reason is the opioid crisis that we are facing. So um, one, in, as I said before, in the state of Tennessee, there are 62,000 children living with relative caregivers, most often grandfamilies. And at Bethel, what we've seen over the last two years, that almost 40% of the children that come into our programs are coming to us from relative caregivers or grand, mm. and grandfamilies. That's huge. It's, yeah. it's quite astounding, actually. And so what Bethel is working to do is just to come alongside and support and encourage. And, and, and the focus is on sharing Jesus. That's that's right. And these children need that. They're coming from a crisis situation. You offer stability, you offer love, and you offer the chance for these children to, to really, in many cases, grow and develop into a, a relationship with Jesus. That's right. And, and I would say in most cases, many of the children have not been to church, have not been told yeah. about Jesus Christ and salvation, and they come to us with very little hope. They don't feel good about themselves. They've been told they're they're 
bad kids, and mm-hmm. they're not. They're not bad kids. God loves all of them. Yeah. So they come into Bethel, and we, you know, we we form a circle of care for them with our our house parents. We have social workers on staff that work with them, and then through our school, our teachers. So the house parents, social workers, and teachers work as a team, and uh, we have devotions in the cottages every day. The school has chapel, so they're they're receiving the word in many different forms and in many different times during the day. And this is a ministry right here in the Tennessee Valley, out in the Hickson area. Right. And so you're working with families locally. This is a Tennessee Valley ministry. You you accept children in throughout the Tennessee Valley, right? Correct. And surrounding counties. We have um, children from Bradley County, you know, surrounding yeah. counties. But we, what, one thing that's different about our programs is that we involve the families because we want our focus is on family unification and reunification. So we, the parents come in, the children go home every other weekend, um, and we work with the families very closely. So they have to be within driving distance. Okay. So what I love about Bethel Bible Village is that this is a ministry that's making an impact right here in the Tennessee Valley. And I know you love to be able to come alongside and support that. And there are ways that you can do that. One of those is there's an ongoing need. Of course, you're talking about feeding. I know there's. I've been on campus and seen uh, some of the, the different cottages there's a lot of food needs for growing teenagers. You can imagine. <laughs> right? You can imagine. And as I mentioned, we're in our 65th year. And so over 65 years, things have gotten a lot more expensive, including food. Yeah. Mm. And so you go through a lot of those supplies. We do. And we do. so if someone listening this morning says, I love the work of Bethel and I want to support this. They can actually visit our Facebook page, Moody Radio Chattanooga on Facebook. We're going to have a link to Bethel Bible Village where you can link there and you can see a list and you can sign up to to get an ongoing list of when there's needs and what is on the supply list and needs. They can go do some shopping and and drop it off at Bethel, right? That's correct. Or work with your church. Sunday school classes very often will join together and do a food drive. We can provide a barrel um, to to place the supplies in. But uh, Jason, as you said, we do have a list of the most commonly needed supplies and in, in foods um, and through the generosity of the Tennessee Valley over half of our food budget last year was covered by food donations wow. so that is a huge blessing to Bethel okay and again you'll find information the link to Bethel Bible Village at our Facebook page Moody Radio Chattanooga on Facebook it's so good to see you thank, thank you, you for taking time for us this morning and let the staff know out at Bethel how much we appreciate them as well. I sure will. It's a privilege to be able to partner with local ministries together like Bethel Bible Village and it's a privilege to meet you and have you as our first guest in our new studio. <laughs> I'm so honored. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. Well, yeah. we're glad to have you. Thank you for the work that you do with Bethel Bible Village.